0: Sandile Swana now joining us on the line, governance expert. Sandile, who will protect the people? What's your reaction to what uh, the Chief Justice had to say there?
1: The Chief Justice is right on the money. He is correct in his assertion. The assertion uh, follows perhaps a comment made by the, the evidence leader in chief Advocate Pretorius, who said at the uh, University of Pretoria Business School that since the release of the report of the Zondo Commission, the state has increasingly acquired the characteristics of the mafia. Uh, So what Judge Zondo is pointing out is that the 40 clauses that are in our Constitution reserve strictly to make sure Parliament provides oversight and hold the executive to account to them and to stop the executive, which is the cabinet ministers and the state president, from doing wrong things, they, those clauses are considered irrelevant by both parliament and by the executive, especially because the ruling party pulls the line. They demonstrated that attitude during the Palapala uh, saga, and they've continued uh, to just show that they will not actually exercise those body clauses with honesty, with consistency, anytime soon. If you are asking me who will then protect the interests of the people, it is the people themselves, like they did under apartheid. They would need to rise up against a regime that serves the narrow interest of the privileged minority. At that time, it was a white minority an exclusive white minority now it is a multiracial minority that includes multinational corporations that continue to loot state resources and other forms of tender pronouns and business that is aligned to the state tender system and other policies where they end up uh, supplying various services and getting other benefits in terms of licenses and other things uh, against all moral soundness and against the Constitution
0: So the other part, I think, and when I was listening to him, I also thought about um, during the State Capture Commission of Inquiry, the there there was a lack of of of. The line is breaking. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Hi, Sandile, can you hear me now? Okay, let's quickly see if we can try and call uh, Sandile Swana back. So the point that I want to raise really also with, with Sandile here is that if you remember with the State Capture Commission of Inquiry, Um, one of the contentious points where the ANC and the Chief Justice did not agree on is the instruction that is then given to the ANC caucus. Um, And remember this whole issue around voting with your conscience. Um, This following is stemming um, stemming from the secret ballot in the UDM meta, as well as the Ngandla meta as well. And the ANC believes because it is the governing party, it must be able to instruct its caucus on how to vote. So there is a there there, there isn't a point on this particular one where there is an agreement on the powers that the governing party or whichever political party which has representatives in the councils and legislatures would be able to actually direct and instruct its caucus. So we have Sandile Eswana back. Sandile, I was saying that one of the points also, as I was listening to the Chief Justice, was around a, a lack of a common understanding around voting with the conscience and also the powers that a political party has to instruct its members who are their representatives in, 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 in the caucus, whether it is um, in the national legislature or the various local councils as well. Could that be one of the issues that we are dealing with here as well?
1: It is a very big problem because when you join politics, you are joining politics to represent actual community. But once you join a political party in the current understanding of catered deployment and other things, you then find yourself not actually now in politics to represent the interests of the actual community but representing the wishes of the party bosses, whereby, for instance, we've seen very recently, including in the Palapala scandal, where Gwede Mandase and Sigil Mbalula instructed uh, people to vote in a particular way and that those who don't vote in a particular way will be subject to a disciplinary hearing. Uh, and, and in fact, Sikile came later to that story. Hmm. But so, so, uh, uh, so that is... The problem that to be a community leader, you must have a conscience, and your conscience must be aligned with the wishes of the ordinary members of the community and their collective interests, because otherwise you will find that either your, your conscience will have to be forced to be aligned with party bosses who have other agendas, or aligned with whoever is the best sponsor from big businesses and, and multimillionaires and billionaires who pay you an amount, then you no longer have the conscience. And our constitution expects you to have a conscience. And our politics are saying, party politics are saying, you must not have a conscience.
0: Yeah. So, And that is the problem. So, so how do we deal with that aspect? Because the ANC is correct to say that, listen, um, you didn't send yourself to parliament. Um, it is the party that sent you, send you to parliament. And the party won the votes based on its manifesto. So they would like you to implement the manifesto. But when it comes to issues of corruption, do we then say that, um, the party instructions shouldn't apply?
1: Unless the, 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 the corruption was also in the manifesto. Uh, if the corruption was not uh, stated that they aim to do this particular corruption in the manifesto, then, uh, and then the voters voted for them to go and conduct that corruption, and they are conducting it, then indeed you are bound to, to follow that because that's what your agreement is. But corruption is actually a deviation from the manifesto it is also a deviation from the constitutional mandate. Two, if they were so confident of all these things that they are saying about their manifestos and everything else, why are they then harassing and frustrating the process of having independent candidates? Because the independent candidate then is only accountable directly to the communities and to whatever the law demands. So why are they frustrating that if they are so confident that their system is pure, and their system is good and progressive and con- confi- con- complies with the Constitution. Why are they frustrating independent candidates?
0: Okay, Sandy Leswana the governance expert. I would have loved to raise the issue around with independent candidates as well, that once you're elected, you're representing whichever constituency in Parliament. When you mess things up, how do we recall you? It's a minute after half past four.